everyone, and welcome to Inspired Voices, Fort Wayne Community School's official podcast. Every week, we're going to highlight our amazing educators, leaders, programs, students, and more. Stick around because we're going to give you an inside look at some of the things that we're doing to prepare our young people for the future. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we're into a brand new school year, and this podcast is kicking it all off. And I'm excited to be sitting here today with Dr. Mark Daniel. He's our brand new superintendent. And I think you're going to enjoy this conversation because we're going to talk a little bit about where he came from and how he got to here, and also uh, where he sees this school year and his expectations. So, uh, Dr. Daniel, thank you so much for being here. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Awesome. Well, we are just going to dive right into this. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? How did you get here? What are you excited about? Well, I will start from where I just came from. And I'm coming from a school district in central Illinois. It's a large district, K through 12. So as because I've come from a large district, I think that afforded me the opportunity to become one of the candidates for Fort Wayne Community Schools. I also, though, have had experience as both a superintendent principal, teacher, as well as coach, and a few other things between such as athletic director and assistant principal. So having had the full gamut in the educational uh, education circle, I would say that that afforded me this opportunity. Very good. Um, from your perspective, what do you think is the most important thing for people to know about you? Well, I think there are three things. Uh, first of all, integrity is very important to me. Second of all, um, have faith in your system, have faith in your district, believe in your district and promote your district at all times. And thirdly and most importantly, kids first. So when decisions are really tough, such as what we're experiencing right now, I'm thinking of what is best for kids and that drives my decision making. But I think people need to know those are three things I hold very dear. Very good. What are you most excited about in your new role as superintendent of FWCS? Well, having attended school here, I'm a Northside grad, um, having also family in this area, and as I was the, out at Leo uh, Junior Senior High School for almost 13 years, so this is home, and coming home is delightful. Um, missing the restaurants, missing friends and so forth, and also being with family, it's, uh, it's, it's just been magical. So. Um, Usually when you go to a new community as a new superintendent, you have to deal with, well, how do you even know where, where <laughs> the grocery stores are? How do you know where restaurants are? How do you know where the recreation is? And so on and so forth. But coming here, uh, it's just coming back home. So it's been very, very comfortable. Very good. Now, obviously, we're in a really different time for uh, Fort Wayne Community Schools and, and education in general. Um, when you think about this new role right now, what keeps you up at night? Well, and COVID is definitely foremost on our, on our minds, and we deal with this every day now. As we look at the metrics, um, number of cases, are our kids prepared for remote learning? Are our teachers prepared for remote learning? Um, we've had to accelerate this process. To, uh, we had to move it to warp drive, to be honest. And as such, that's just designing those systems, designing those trainings, designing those days where we can 
and as you know, push back school three days so we can ensure that we have training for our teachers. Um, those things keep you up at night and also knowing that health is at issue here. So health of our students, their families, but also health of our staff. So those are very, uh, I will say, heavy burdens that uh, all of us are carrying right now. And um, we just hope we make the best decision. But again, as I answered in a previous question, kids come first. So what is best for kids? Can we make this entry happen? Can we bring students back to school? Um, socialization, that whole social emotional well-being piece, um, huge for our kids. Um, and we're seeing that more and more in the literature that we're reading in regards to health and wellness, but also that includes our staff and our, and our, and our whole, all of our teachers and so forth. Um, we're concerned about their social emotional wellness. They're very, I, I will think, I, I, I believe we are highly anxious. Um, we're understanding that we don't have all the answers, so change is constant. And that's high stress for us. And uh, as such, as we re-enter here in the next few days, um, we're, very, we're very anxious. But again, if we do it in the spirit of um, kindness, as I said in some other, other interviews, kindness, but also allowing grace for all, um, I think we can do this. I think we can make this, make this happen. Um, and that's probably one of the, again, you said, what keeps you up at night? A host of things keep you up at night, but probably never as many things at one time as what we're experiencing now. Sure, sure. What, when you think about um, the next five years, and obviously at some point we'll get past COVID, what are your goals for the district? What are your goals for yourself moving into this? Well, I think one thing uh, in regards to Fort Wayne Community Schools, we're about 30,000 students. We need to grow. And if we're growing, that means Fort Wayne's growing. And I think that's always been one of my major goals, both as a building principal, but also certainly as a superintendent. We are vital for the community's growth, both in regards to its number, the size, but also its economic growth. So therefore, that's a major goal. Also to have quality programs and programs that are speaking to the needs of our community. So whether that b might be in um, music or technology of music or might be in the uh, coding for our students, uh, addressing the mass amount of coding that's now required in industry, uh, or it could be health-related industry, and I'm just giving you some samples, but to me, we need to be providing those programs for our students that meet the needs of our local economy and as such, you see both economic growth and uh, hopefully growth of our student population. And I always like to say this as well. It's growth in those high demand, high salary positions because you want, we want our kids to have livable wages upon whatever their post-secondary plans are and the completion of those post-secondary plans. Excellent, thank you. Now let's shift into the start of this school year. Uh, we start on Thursday. Uh, obviously this is an unprecedented time for everyone, uh, schools included in that. What do you want parents, students, staff to know heading into the school year? 
Well, the first thing is I want them to understand we are doing everything we possibly can to create a safe learning environment. So that phrase has several, several key words, safe. Yes, so we're going through all the various, um, should we say, CDC requirements, safe distancing the best we can, um, sterilizing or disinfecting um, high use areas to the best ability we can, uh, providing the flow of air and making sure our filters are constantly being uh, changed at a much greater rate than they would if we we're non-COVID. Um, also, having masks worn by our students and our staff at all times, except when it's, we are able to take them off. Um, and I can just go through the whole list of things we're doing for, for safety. Um, seating charts, both on our buses and in our classrooms, and if we're in the cafeterias and so on and so forth. Um, it's all about cohorts. It's all about being able to trace cohorts and keep those cohorts as uh, tight as possible. Um, but you can imagine the strain that's having on our staff and our teachers. Uh, I, I understand it. At the same time, you know, we also were wanting a learning environment. So how can we do that in both a person-to-person -person or one-on-one -on -one environment, which we've talked about the safety of being in person, but also in a remote environment. So that's why we chose to have a blended program where we can have both students, one group in school that day while another group is outside, uh, should we say, in their homes, but they're still connecting with our teachers on a daily basis. I have found that if you don't have that everyday contact, learning starts to diminish. Um, also, we have accountability this year. We didn't have that last spring. Students are expected to finish assignments. There is new learning taking place. New standards are being taught. There will be assessments given. There will be grades given. So it's a very different world from what we had last uh, spring. I think we learned from last spring. And I'm not just saying Fort Wayne Community Schools. This is across the entire country. So even coming from where I've, uh, from Central Illinois, we are battling with the same, same issues. Um, and then, of course, we give the final option for our parents of entirely remote, which for us, it's been about 30% of our parents have elected to have their students remote learning. Now, absolutely critical that we had one-to-one -one technology. So with the computers, all students having either a laptop or a tablet, those who are needing hotspots, having that uh, service available for them, we are ready to go. And, you know, in a way, some miracles have happened just to make that happen. I want to send a shout out to our um, IT director, uh, Jack Beard. He's done an unbelievable job and his team in enabling us to have these devices for our students and our families. And they'll be starting to distribute even today. And we'll be there for kids prior to their start on the first day. And if they don't get them prior to the start, they'll get them the first day because they're in-person students. So I'm feeling very comfortable about that. Also, I'd say um, we had to have training for our teachers in regards to what remote learning is today. How do you interact with students who are no longer face-to-face -face with you? What technologies are needed? How do you take daily attendance? We're still working on the daily attendance piece, um, but we're open. And I always like to give people choices. So if a parent wants to have in-person, they have that choice. If they want to do remote, they can have that. If they want to do blended, they can have that. 
But I think if we give people choices, then they can hopefully embrace it and support it. We also know that we will be changing things. Um, again, where where are we with COVID in regards to its spiking? Um, what does that mean to us as schools? So we are very close contact with the county health department. Um, Dr. Sutter is very much uh, in our uh, on our speed dial as well as on, within our emails, and that's important because they, in my opinion, they need to be assisting us and directing are our buildings safe and are we creating safe environments. So um, I'll tell you, uh, we are in certainly unprecedented times, uh, uncharted waters, and um, again, as I said before, we all need to do this in, with uh, a sense of kindness because this is new. We're going to be learning, we're going to be having to modify, and we're going to have to be making adjustments to better the system, um, but also ask that everyone does it with some grace. So. Excellent. Um, obviously, we did take the time to prepare staff for this because this is, again, uncharted waters, and yeah. we want to make sure everybody's prepared for it. How do you feel like parents can help prepare their students leading into the school year? That's a great question. So, first of all, we said masks are critical. We really do need to have students wearing masks. And I, you know, our staff and our teachers will be wearing masks as well. If parents could support that, as the student boards a bus, yes, we'll have masks for all students. Um, and we have shields for all teachers. But those in combination are most effective. If only one has, then it's less effective. We want to maximize the safe environment. So that's the first thing. Second thing, in regards to students coming back to school, understanding our first few days, we're gonna be dealing with the social emotional aspects of things. We're actually using some design curriculum to address specifically what's been happening over the past summer, to address the social unrest and social justice piece. And we think that's very important. So we want our parents to also understand and also prepare their children. You're gonna have anxiety kids, you're gonna have fears, you're gonna have, um, should we say, um, emotional issues. Don't be afraid to talk to your teacher or that guidance counselor, uh, that counselor in our buildings. Um, reach out to those individuals. And then finally, um, we're about learning. So let's get to the learning piece and when you are remote at home you do have tasks that need to be completed um, and there will be that parents if if you find your child is not meeting those demands then we need to have that conversation with the principal with again the counselor at the building and teachers don't hesitate to contact teachers uh, I have found our teachers to be incredibly uh, giving and, and supportive of what's happening both in the classroom but also at home. And, you know, um, I think as well, the last thing would be as we come into this, this new era of, and this may be the new norm, we may see a paradigm shift in the way that we deliver education that they're informing us of this went well, this needs improvement. And so we're gonna be trying to create some of those, if you will, social media uh, connections where parents can provide that input 
similar to what we did with the PTA when we announced our uh, return date. Uh, we'd like to do more of that. And I encourage our building principals to do more of connecting with, with parents. So parents, you are absolutely critical. And those various things we just mentioned, um, kids coming to school with masks, kids uh, um, ready to learn, and understanding that this is going to be change, hopefully for the better, but at the same time, if we're not seeing improvement, tell us what we need to do. And I'll finish with one last piece, and that is, if you think your child is ill, please, that child needs to remain home. We know that is the most important thing. Stay at home until feeling better. And then, and we have that all in our Return to Learn plan that you can see on our website. Perfect. Um, when we think about coming back on Thursday, what's one last piece of advice that you would have for everyone as we prepare for this? Well, I'm excited about returning. And I think if we enter this with some excitement, it's new, it's different. As we've been talking about different people, it's like it's a first day for everyone. First day for that veteran teacher, that veteran administrator, but certainly that first day for the new student, but also our seniors. It's really a first day for everyone because it's so new. Sort of enjoy that part of it. Um, and you know, we hear about the COVID thing, but okay, we're gonna address the COVID thing. Now let's be excited about the learning. Be excited about being back with your friends and having a chance to have some socialization, some socializing with your, with your friends. Enjoy that. Colleagues, enjoy being back in the building together. Um, keep safe distancing. Keep all those masks on and that sort of thing, but enjoy. Great. Dr. Daniel, thank you so much for this. This has been a lot of fun. Um, if you have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have, continue to listen every week as we talk to a different person. Um, you can also follow Dr. Daniel on Twitter if you have a Twitter account. So it's Mark Daniel FWCS, and uh, he's going to be tweeting out about his experiences. He's going to be in several schools on the first day of school, so you can kind of follow his journey. But we appreciate you guys listening to this, uh, this podcast, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. So thanks for listening.